sweet child, sweet child of mine. Oh, yeah. Dropping the axle bomb on you here. Uh, you know it's going to be a good podcast when Daddy drops an axle rose bomb right out of the gate. Hello. Uh, welcome to the Harland Highway, everybody. I'm Harland Williams, your host, your MC, your ringmaster. And uh, what a uh, show we got lined up for you today. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, something a little odd, a little creepy pacemakers and other fake body parts that they insert inside of us, electronics and metal and aluminum and titanium and all that crap. Kind of creepy, right? Um, we're going to be hearing from Eddie who's always looking for uh, someone to party with, have a barbecue. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, pool gadgets, pool toys, you know. You ever uh, have any uh, floating floating uh, toys in your pool? Uh-huh. Yeah, big topic there, right? Then we're going to switch gears and get into stuff that's a little more graphic. Uh, we're going to be talking about blowjobs, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to be talking about cock blocking. So there's a lot of pelvic region discussions today. And then lastly, uh, Senor Fuentes drops by. But nonetheless, it's still going to be a great show. It's always a great show. Right here on the Harland Highway! <laughs> you just made a wrong turn. Would you kindly shut your mouth? Onto the Harland Highway. It's lovely. It's just lovely. The Harland Highway. Hi, Harland. I'm Teddy Ruxpin, and I'm your friend. Riding down the Harland Highway. I'm not your daddy. Hey, welcome to the Harland Highway with me, Harland Williams. And this is scary, man. Uh, apparently, they're saying now that iPods can interfere with a pacemaker. You know what pacemakers are? Those little things they put next to people with bad hearts. They send a little electrical shocks, little impulses out to keep the heart beating. And now they're saying iPods could, like, mess them up, stop them, short-circuit them. Hey, man, how'd your old man die? Uh, somebody was listening to Ario Speedwagon. Huh? Thanks, Apple. Just blew out my old uh, Big Apple. Watch out for your heart. Wear a bulletproof vest. Or put an iPod right over it. That'll stop the bullet here on the Harlan Highway. I know it's weird to think of foreign objects in your body. Like the, the idea, the concept of a pacemaker... Or uh, bolts in my bone. If I were to break a bone, there's like metal bolts inside of me. Or a bracket. Or a brace. Or a steel plate in my head. Or a fake heart. Or a fake lung. Or a cow artery sewn into my heart because my own arteries are no good. And all that foreign stuff. Holy God. 
Right? It reminds me of that scene in Jaws. Remember when uh, Richard Dreyfus and Roy Scheider, someone caught a big shark and they sneak into the warehouse at night and they cut it open? They cut it open right in the belly and all that stuff comes out. There's like an old shoe and a Pepsi can and a license plate and a uh, who knows what else, man. Start in the elementary canal. Open the digestive tract. I feel like nowadays if you were to cut a human open... You'd just get, uh, it'd almost be like going to a garage sale. Can you imagine uh, guys in the autopsy room? It's like, what do we got today, Jim? Well, it looks like we had uh, somebody got killed in a car accident. Oh, that's so sad. Well, not really. I found a new DVD player in his abdomen. What? Yeah, I'm just about to cut one of his legs open. Do you, uh, do you need a, uh, a new toaster? Well, hell yeah, let's cut. I don't know. It's just weird putting weird stuff in your body. And I think it's just going to get weirder as we go along. You know, there's talk of one day we won't have cell phones anymore. There'll just be a little chip behind our ear and we just touch the back of our ear, you know, the skin in our neck or just on the back of our skull cap there. And suddenly we're connected. Yeah. Good Lord, man. I mean, that's got to be rough if your phone's implanted in your uh, your brain and your skull. Can you imagine being a hockey player, man? Every time you got checked into the board, you'd call your father by mistake. Hello? Hey, Dad, it's me. What the hell do you want? Nothing. I was an accident. I just got checked into the boards. You bastard. Right? Who knows what else they'll put in us, man? I mean, maybe we'll just be uh, full-on robots one day. Just when you're born, they like, uh, you know, they they cut you open down the backside, like when they fillet a fish, and they just grab your spine and just <laughs> rip it out, and your skin and your bone and your skin and your tissue and your muscles are just laying there as a blob, and then they shove in this titanium exoskeleton, sew you back up, and you're good to go. You'll never break a bone. Yeah, but I'll also never get through an airport metal detector, will I? Well, that's true. Hope you're not planning to travel. You bastards! Oh, well, fortunately for now, the only thing that's getting in your body are these sound waves to this podcast, The Harland Highway. This is Eddie. He wants to party, but they just hang up. Hello. Hey, man. How's it going? Who's this? It's Eddie. Oh? Eddie. You have the wrong number, sir. Want to go grab a barbecue or something? Or... No, you have the wrong number. Hold on. Throw some ribs on the barbecue? And make... What? What the hell? Hey! That was Eddie. He wants to party. But they just hang up. Okay, we are on summer's doorstep. And can I tell you what I hate most about the summer? I hate blowing up air mattresses for the swimming pool. You ever try to do that, man? I don't think I've ever been closer to dying. 
you know, you, you get the little thing and they get that little tiny hole. You got you got to purse your lips like you're sucking on a straw. And through that little hole in your mouth, you got to keep blowing out. Okay, that's just the first, like, 20 seconds. Now, these things take about nine hours to blow up. I don't know about you, but I feel like I've done, like, eight hits of acid by the 10-minute mark. You're turning purple, you're turning red, your head is spinning. You're like, I'm too messed up, man, to go swimming, man. I'm, like, tripping, dude. I can't go in no pool, man. I'm, like, zoned out of my head, dude. Really? What have you been doing? Some, like, really killer weed or what? No, man, I just blew up an air mattress, man. Really? You got any more? Yeah, man, have a blow. (laughs) Oh, wow, man, this stuff rocks. What a trip. Yeah, I told you, man. And then you know what happens. You blow them up and you come out the next morning and they're all shriveled. I don't know what happens. The, uh... The air mattress popping fairy shows up in the middle of the night and pops your air mattress. Ugh, worst blowjob I've ever had. And you know what I mean when I say blowjob. I mean blowing up the thing, because it's a job to blow up the air mattress. You know what I mean. Um, And whoever came up with that term blowjob, by the way, like, I, I just don't get it. Like, where where does the blow part come? Like, you know, think of it. You know, guys, if, if it really was a blow job, and I don't mean to get graphic here, I'll try to keep this as civil as I can, but think of it, guys, okay? If blowing was really involved, let's be realistic. We have a hole in the end of our thingy. And if someone started blowing, guess where all the air would go? Right in to the hole in your thingy. And before long, your nutsack would start expanding and getting bigger as the blowing continues. And continues, and it's stretching, and it's getting bigger and bigger, and now they're the size of a small truck, and then... (laughs) And you just see two little mushroom clouds floating up into the air. Thanks for the blow job. Thanks for the blow-up job, man. And again, I don't want to be too graphic, but shouldn't it just be called a suck job? Isn't that what it is? There's no blowing. Good Lord, it's scary just talking about it. You know what? I got I got to move on. I feel, I hope you're like me. You, you feel queasy and you hope it never happened. Can you just picture like testicle meat dripping down the walls and windows and imagine all the exploding nut sacks that would, oh, I can't even go on. This is just too vile. So let's get rid of that terminology. No more blow job. It's not what it is. God. Oh, I gotta switch topics. Let's 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 move on quickly. Oh boy, I guess this was bound to happen, huh? 
Yeah. Holy smokes. Okay. You ever heard of the word sabotage? Now, I work hard. I'm a hard-working guy. And every now and then, I guess one of the perks of what I do, you know, being on TV or the movies or having my own hot radio show. Hello! Every now and then, maybe you get a hot woman that wants to take you out on a date or buy you a drink or something like that, right? Okay, that's cool. But how about when someone you work with sabotages your ass, huh? Oh, man. And I got the evidence. I'm going to play it in a minute. But how about your wingman, the guy that's supposed to be backing you up, comes in and steals your hottie, takes her away, and then tries to cover it up. Oh, man. There's nothing lower. Okay, so check this out. I get a, a phone message from a real hottie, and I'm going to play it for you here in a second. Some chick who's got insomnia, and she's just about to give me all the info. We're going to get together. We're going to have a party. And my engineer, who I worship, who I think is a crack up. Wait till you hear this message. He sneaks in there at the end and cuts off all the important info. Because, you know, he's calling her himself. And then put in some phony stuff and then does this really sappy apology, man. Oh, Raj, you've just hit a new low, buddy. This is this is borderline criminal, man. I got to play it for you right now, people. Listen to this hot message I get and listen to my producer come in and just, you know what, block me. Right at the end. Unbelievable. Here we go. Check it hey, out. Hey, Harlan. I just watched your um, Jay Leno appearance and your Conan O'Brien, which I loved. Um, and on your Jay Leno appearance, it said you have insomnia, as do I. So maybe we could uh, get together one evening. And- end of message. To erase this message, press 7. Hey, Harlan, I didn't touch that. That's how it was. It just that it ended, and she didn't leave a message or phone number or nothing. Okay? <laughs> That's kind of frustrating. Damn. Uh, okay, see you later. Oh, are you kidding me? Did you hear that? Did you hear that cover-up voice he did? The whole fake, uh, gee, I didn't do anything. And then that laugh, that evil laugh is a pure giveaway. Listen to the evil laugh he does uh, after I get uh, blocked. She didn't leave a message or phone number or nothing, okay? (laughs) Oh, my God. That is evil. That is a guilty laugh, okay? Listen to that. (laughs) Oh, man. That is scary, man. And then the old like kind of fake. Okay, I'm I, I'm gonna get out of this now. You can just you can hear the guilt in his voice. It's just like he can't do any more covering up, so he bails out real quick. Listen, that's kind of frustrating. Damn. Uh. Okay. See you later, bud. Oh man, that that is just lame, Arama. What's up, player? If you people are driving around right now, I want you to look in all the coffee shop windows you drive by. If you see a guy, you know, kind of good-looking guy, tall, dark hair, sitting there having coffee with a hottie. Or if you see a guy that's wearing like a rubber mask of me, or, you know, has done his hair up like mine, that that's my guy, Roger. Pull in and interrupt his coffee. Unbelievable, Raj. <laughs>
How about it, guys? You ever been CB'd? Uh, and I don't mean, uh, you know, CB radio. You know, I'm, I'm just going to say it cock blocked. You ever have one of your uh, buddies or a friend or someone who's, uh, you know, supposed to be your pal kind of step on your turf? Yeah, I've had it happen, man. I've had so called buddies. You know, all night long, they're my buddy, they're playing pool with me, they're buying drinks, we're having a good time, maybe there's a girl flirting with me, you know, we're really hitting it off good, and then, like, I'll take off for the uh, for the can, and uh, when I come back, suddenly the whole vibe has changed, the whole mood has changed, and suddenly she's all over your buddy. Yeah, yeah. You've had it, guys. Tell me the stories if you want. You can call me, 323-215-1486. Tell me about how you were cock-blocked. I had one happen once. It was unbelievable. I was, uh, I think I was down in Florida, and uh, I was working down there, and uh, one of the guys took me out to a nightclub, and I was playing pool. And I wasn't really looking for anything. I was more interested in playing pool than anything else. So I was shooting some balls around. And this really cute blonde girl started, like, flirting with me. And uh, I'm, like, kind of being kind of neutral. I'm not really trying. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. And then she kind of did the old, uh, she deep-throated her beer bottle for some reason. She just out of nowhere went, look at this. What do you think of that? And, you know, I fainted. I fell on the floor. Um, what do you do when a girl shoves the neck of a beer bottle down her throat and, you know, simulates fellatio? I mean, what, what what kind of reaction are you supposed to have? Oh, that's really good. Did you um, did you go to DeVry and take a night class for that? or? So needless to say, I was out with, uh, you know, a couple of people I knew down there. There was some other people affiliated with the with the uh, club I was working at, and one guy brought his wife along, and uh, she was sitting back watching all this thing, uh, all this happen, full of amusement. And uh, I don't know what would have happened with this girl. Who knows? But uh, we were certainly hitting it off, and it was getting pretty spicy. And uh, I took off to go to the bathroom, take a tinkle. And I came back, and uh, I was all happy. I was like, oh, this feels kind of good, you know, some girl macking on me. Can't help but, you know, kind of stroke your ego a little, right? But when I come back from the uh, men's room, the whole vibe has changed, and this girl is, like, totally macking on the guy, one of the guys that I came to the club with. And I'm like, what the hell happened? And all of a sudden, the wife of one of the other guys came up to me and she goes, hey, look what happened. And I go, I know, I can't believe it. What went on? And she looks at me and all serious, she goes, I told you you have herpes. I go, what? Yeah, I told you you had herpes. He, <laughs> I totally cock-blocked you. <laughs> and I thought she was joking. And she wasn't. She just kept going. She goes, yeah, I told you you had the herpes. I'm like, what the? I don't have herpes. She goes, I know, but I told her you did. And now, yeah, I can see what's going on. She was over there making out with another guy, man. 
shows how disposable us guys are, right? But I just wanted to put this girl through a wall. And it wasn't so much that she blew my chance. It was the fact that she was so, like, evil about it and her stupid little giggle. She was so proud of herself. I was like, what is wrong with you? It was just bizarre. A very bizarre cock A block A. So if you have any stories, uh, feel free to share them. And if they're tragic enough, if they're good enough, I'll put them up on the podcast here. Oh, the old CB. Breaker 9, Breaker 9. Yeah, I'm going home tonight by myself. Breaker 9. Hi, Harlan. You have been sabotaged by a co-worker. Your engineer lied to you. The only person I want to hang out in the coffee shop with is you, dear. I left you a hot, steamy message about the things we could do to each other during our insomnia. Like, for example, licking each other. End of message. To erase this message, press 7. To save it in the archive... See? See? Okay, I didn't do anything on that. She, at the bad connection, I didn't do a thing. There's nothing wrong with that. I I had nothing to do with that. That wasn't me, that was her. Okay, Harlan? (laughs) (laughs) To erase this message, press... Oh, man, can can you believe this? Okay, that's my producer, Roger. And the guy totally blocked me. He, uh, you know, what's the male version of a chicken? Obviously, this chick has insomnia. She wants to meet me in a coffee shop. She's trying to get through to me, trying to leave me a sexy, hot message with double cream. And Roger's probably taking away the good part and keeping it to himself. I mean, listen to the guy. Listen to the, listen to him pleading his case. What, what a liar. See? See? Okay, I didn't do anything on that. She, I, the bad connection. I didn't do a thing. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I had nothing to do with that. That wasn't me. That was her. Okay, Harlan? Okay, big clues, first of all. Okay, first of all, listen to the nervous stuttering as he lies to me. She, I, the bad connection. Okay, now follow that up with, with the nervous laughter, the nervous giggling of someone caught up in a huge lie. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I had nothing to do with that. Oh, blatant. And, and perhaps the most incriminating, the, the most telltale sign. I don't have to be Sherlock Holmes. Listen to the evilness. Listen to the Damien from the Omen possessed by Satan evil laughter. That indicates to me that he is macking on my girl and lying to me about it. Listen to this laughter. Okay, Harlan. (laughs) Pure evil. Pure producer evil. I'm going to get my car. I'm going to leave right now. And I'm going to go drive around and look in all the coffee shops. And if I see my producer having his face licked by some little Denver hottie, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go off. So I'm coming hunting for you, wise guy. What? No. No, no, no. Oh, come on. No. What? Roger? Why did you let him in here? I told you not to let him in here. Oh, God.
What what are you doing here, Senor Fuentes? That's Fuentes. Senor Fuentes. I know who you are. Okay, Senor. Sorry if I'm disturbing anything. Yes, you are disturbing something. You always disturb something. I'm in the middle of a podcast. You're my gardener. You should be at home working in the garden. Why do you come in here? I just came to tell you I finished my work, senor. Okay, you finished your work. Thank you. Yes, I just finished raping. Excuse me? I just finished doing all the raping. What What are you talking about? Well, you told me to do the raping, so I just finished doing the raping. I, I did not tell you to... What are you talking about? Remember this morning before you left? Yes. You said, Senor Fuentes. I didn't say it like that. You said, Senor Fuentes, will you please rape my lawn? What? You told me to rape your lawn, Senor, so I've been raping your lawn all morning. I did not ask you to rape my lawn. I asked you to rake my lawn. That's what I said, Senor. No, you didn't. You said rape. No, Senor, I said rape. There, you see, you just said it. What, senor? Rape. Yes, senor. And I'm t- I told you to rake, not rape. See, si, senor. What? what are you talking about? This morning, you told me to rape the lawn. Rake the lawn. That's what I said, senor. Wait a minute. What, senor? Do you have some kind of a speech impediment or something? See, si, senor. Okay, wh- what the hell is happening here? I cannot say the letter P. You can't say the letter P. No, the letter P, senor. The le- Rake, rake. You can't say the letter K, is that it? Si, senor, I cannot say the letter P. Because you have a speech impediment. Si, senor. So, you were raking my lawn. You didn't rape my lawn. See, senor, I raped your lawn all morning long. It took me forever to rape it, but I think I raped it really good. Okay, stop it. Are you done? See, senor. All right, why don't you take the rest of the day off and go see a speech therapist or something? Oh, fuck you, senor. Pardon me? All I said was fuck you, senor. How dare you? Senor, all I said, I told you I have a speech impediment. I cannot say... What? I cannot say... You can't say that. As the that and thank you. No, senor. Try it again. Fuck you, senor. Okay, get out of here. Oh, fuck you, senor, again. Stop it. Stop saying thank you. Oh, okay, senor. Now get out of here. Here's some money. Go get some speech therapy. Oh, fuck you, senor. Stop it. Get out. Okay, I'm leaving, senor. Yeah, get out of here. Here's some bus fare, too. Oh, fuck you again, senor. Ah! Oh, man. What the hell? Why haven't I fired that gardener? Why do I hang on to senor Fuentes? Uh, wow, the show might have been a little bit blue today. I mean, we talked about some uh, pretty uh, edgy stuff, maybe. I don't know. In today's world, is it really edgy? We talked about uh, blowjobs. We talked about cock blocking. And then my gardener was telling me to F you. Wow. 
you know, I try to keep it as clean as I can here on the old Harlan Highway, but from time to time it uh, it slips, it goes into into that place. But uh, that's life, man. Everything's not a bundle of roses. Um, but what is a bundle of roses? And I think you're going to like this, okay? Uh, folks, please, if you're in the San Francisco area, uh, if you live in San Jose, you live in San Fran, you're in, uh, you're up uh, near Fresno, you're up in Fairfax, you're in Oakland, uh, check it out. I am going to be appearing live at the Herb's Theater in San Francisco, September 4th, doing uh, a full stand-up set with some special guests, then an intermission, and then I'm coming out with uh, an incredible um, comedic improv sketch artist, uh, Brian Palmero uh, from The Groundlings, and he and I are going to do some uh, full-on sketch comedy with suggestions from the crowd. It is going to be a blast. So uh, please join us if you can. And if you can't join us and you have friends that live in the Bay Area of California, please let them know. Uh, September 4th, the Herbs Theater. And you can get your tickets at cityboxoffice.com. That's cityboxoffice.com. Or call 415-392-4400. And join us for a spectacular night of stand-up and sketch comedy. Rare do the two uh, the two art forms meet, but uh, September fourth, I'm bringing them together on one stage, a beautiful theater, right downtown San Francisco, uh, right next to the Opera House. Stunning theater. Get your tickets now while they're still available, and uh, I hope. I see you there, my friends. Uh, And I hope you had a good time today. I know I did. Uh, We will catch you next time here on the ever-fun-loving Harland Highway. And until next time, chicken chow, Maine, baby. We're sorry. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. If you feel you have reached this... I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voicemail box... Your call cannot be completed as dialed.